Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell, the king of DC media. Good evening, dear listeners. Tonight, my guest is actor and author Adib Muhammad, a.k.a. The Theater Warrior. Adib is the co-author of a book by self-help guru Brian Tracy entitled Masters of Success, for which he will hold a book signing October 29th at Everlasting Restaurant and Lounge from 2 to 4 p.m. That's at 9185 Central Avenue, Capitol Heights, Maryland. So I see he's on the line, so let me go ahead and bring him right on in. Adib, hey, hey, my brother. What's going on, William? How you doing this evening? Man, I'm feeling fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, I'm absolutely, I'm feeling absolutely wonderful myself. That's right, man. That's what I like to hear. Okay, so I see that you not only wrote a book with Brian Tracy, you actually met him at the National Academy of Bestselling Authors. So talk about that. Okay, well, actually, in this particular instance, Brian didn't co- didn't come to the um, didn't come to L.A. this time. So I actually had an opportunity to meet Jack Canfield from um, Chicken Soup for the Soul series, and that was uh, very exciting as well. Because you know, Jack Canfield is also one of the top self help uh, authors and gurus and business success, and also he was in. Um, the Law of Attraction. He was one of the people that spoke yeah. of the Law of Attraction. Yeah, man, it's interesting you say that because I know that I, I, I slept on, on Mr. Canfield for <laughs> years because it's like, I thought, like, the ch- I just couldn't get past that Chicken Soup of the Soul title. Uh-huh, but if you uh-huh. get, I oh, man, that, that's on fire. And he was saying, Oh, you talking about the book, The Success Principles? Right, and then in the secret, he said that you have to take action. Right, right. You're breaking up for some reason, William. Oh, better now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, can you hear me now better? Okay. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can so hear the, you better now. Oh, okay, sorry about that. So, Tapo, mm-hmm. you were saying that um, he said out of the secret that, that, that would imply that you had to. Yeah, um, unfortunately, you're breaking up, man. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, I'm still breaking up. Okay. Yeah. We got some East German equipment here. Okay, hold on. All right. Got some problems going on here. Can you hear me a little better now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Uh, but um, like you were saying, that in addition to um, Chicken Soup for the Soul series, he also wrote the success principles and the key to living the law of attraction. So okay. he's a, a phenomenal author in his own right. I'm awesome. actually engaged in a, a talking with his people about possibly doing something down the line. Awesome. But I was fortunate enough to um, this year, this past year, to co-author the book Masters of Success with uh, Brian Tracy and several other uh, leading entrepreneurs in their various fields. And basically uh, what the book actually does is each and every one of the entrepreneurs who are experts in their various fields, they actually reveal from their perspective their secrets for mastering success in health, wealth, and in lifestyle. So I think it's a, it's a really good read 
particularly for people who want to um, get some insight into how maybe they can make uh, better decisions and get better results. Awesome, awesome. So I'm going to throw some names out there. So we already talked about uh, Tracy and uh, Canfield. What? Talk a little bit more about what you learned from Wayne Dyer, the late Wayne Dyer. Oh, man. <clears throat> Dr. Wayne Dyer, in fact, was the first, um, I guess, thinker, uh when I was a young man, because you know his book Erroneous Zones came out in 1976. Yeah, uh, I was uh, 20. I think I was 21 then, and I had just come home from the military, and you know I was always an avid reader, uh, and I was reading uh, Black Enterprise magazines, and I came across Dr. Wayne Dyer's book Your Erroneous Zones, and in that book he began to discuss how certain ways that we think had a great deal to do with how we get in our own way and stump our own progress. Yeah. So he talked a, a great deal about the different elements of how we think and how we do things and the type of results we get from what we do. If they're not the desired results that we wish, then we have to reconsider the way we look at it. And then when you begin to do an uh, intellectual analysis of how you're thinking and what type of activities you're engaged in, then you can see the root of a lot of your problems. So that was um, during that period of time, being a young man who was trying to, you know, uh, bring quality into his life, he actually was one of the first people that I read that really begin to um, you know, encourage me to really start looking at different ways of thinking. And uh, from then on, it was like history for me anyway. Because, you know, he did several things like, or he made certain quotes like, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yep. Um, how people treat you is their karma, and how you react to it is yours. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. You remember the book, uh, The Power of Intention, and his yeah. other book, Pulling Your Own Strings? Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I've been, I've been kind of an avid reader. I particularly like the way that Dr. Wayne Dyer writes. And I noticed his own personal evolution from erroneous zones to where he got to pulling your own strings and the power of intention because he did somewhat of a, a I would consider it a spiritual elevation in his own right. And he shared a lot of what he he was believing, and a lot of it, to be quite frank, worked for me in terms oh, yeah. of helping shape how I looked at things and how I approached it. And in a lot of instances, in the beginning, in the very beginning, when I was reading Dr. Wayne Dyer's works, along with you know Les Brown and um, Tony Robbins, Bob Foster, because being a person who was a salesperson for an organization and even my own business that I started when I was 22, I was actually a salesperson. So you was always looking for ways to better understand people and to understand your own motivation and to encourage yourself because there was a lot of times where we're challenging and difficult. And hmm. the only way you get past challenges and difficulty is all in about the way you think about those challenges. You know, because I always looked at problems as being um, situations that needed resolving. So if you had a problem of any kind, there's always some type of resolve to that problem. You just have to give it time and really think about it. 
and not fall prey to that emotional feeling of I can't do. Like you have to take I can't out of your vocabulary, and I learned that early on. Yeah. Um, you know. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So talk about how my listeners can find their passion. Ah, you you must have read my book. <laughs> okay. What it is in my in my opinion is that what one would want to look at. Let's say let's let's start from this premise. In the United States of America and all over the world, there are only three things that are sold. And that's you either selling a product of some kind, you selling a service of some kind, or you selling information, which means you're a consultant in some area or field of expertise or whatever. And within those three things that are universally sold, there's combinations of a product and a service or a service and consultancy. When I say identify your passion, you got to find out and get a feel for what you are actually passionate about in the way of providing either a product or service or information. Something that you know unquestionably is quality that you can provide to other people and is something that other people either need or they either want. And if you're passionate about whatever that is, if it's something that people will need or people want, and you're passionate about it, then you've identified the best means to ensure your success. So, example, when I discovered I loved acting, then I think in terms of as an actor, I have to be the absolute best actor that I can be, rather on stage or in front of a camera, which means right. I consider and constantly work on my craft to be a better actor so that when I present my craft in the way of a writing that is a person that wrote a screenplay and I'm in the play or a person that wrote a script and, my, and I'm in their movie, that now becomes a, a product that people want to even, you know, that they want to see, they want to watch, they want to enjoy. So as a participant, as an actor, I got to be the best that I feel I can be, which means I have to constantly train and I have to constantly get better through practice. From a business standpoint of the business of acting and being one that wants, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and from the business standpoint of, say, from a production standpoint, because I look at acting as a business and I look at it as more than my acting, but I also like to be instrumental in other people having an opportunity to practice the same craft that I love. If they say they love it too, meaning they either want to act and based on the years that I have behind me now and the people that I've been trained by, I'm a pretty good acting coach from what I understand and teacher. So I want to share that with people and teach them what I know, right, and help prepare them to present themselves as the best they can be as an actor. But also from a producing standpoint, I want to identify writers who have projects that they're writing on that they're writing that I can help them get staged as far as a stage play and then hook them up with actors who want to practice their craft so I can help some screenwriter or playwrights and I can help some actors come together and bring about and develop some great projects. 
So if you're passionate about something and you put your best into it, whatever that is, then and you present it to other people who want to partake of that in some way, then that's the key to your success. Because the fundamental thing that I look at is that as long as whatever you provide in the way of a product, service, or information that people really want or need, then your success is always in direct relationship to how many people that you help or serve or provide for in some way. So that's what I mean by finding your passion and and creating financial stability. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, talk a little bit more about uh, your book signing. You got uh, the 29th. Yes, sir. Um, October 29th at 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., I'm going to be at the Everlasting Life Restaurant and Lounge in Capitol Heights, Maryland. Um, I'm going to read some excerpts from the book, Masters of Success, so you can get some insights from some of the other entrepreneurs who who um, attributed to the book, as well as I'm going to have a young lady speaker there, Jennifer Galencia. She was recently named Rising Star Businesswoman and a Metro Phenomenal Woman's Award um, to allow her to share some of her journey because she she's come a long way in as it relates to her being a phenomenal singer, as well as an inspirational speaker in my book. When she shares her story, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And she's an actress, as well as just a phenomenal all-around person that's a giving person, has a great spirit. And I think she has a great deal to say that could help some folks. Excellent, excellent. So talk a lot about uh, Black Carpet Productions, your production company, man. What's going on there? Okay, Black Carpet Productions. Um, like I said earlier, Black Carpet Productions was originally um, set up and designed as a stage and film, well, originally as a stage company that provided an opportunity, an entertainment platform for aspiring and seasoned stage performers and making the transition from um from stage to film and television, as well as providing a means for up-and-coming playwrights to get their plays performed. And the way I looked at it, what I um, evolved into was having an opportunity to connect with people who have stories written. Like you remember, like I was the co-producer of the National uh, Organ Donor Awareness Stage play, Eight Parts of Life, written by Ray Quick. Him and I collaborated to bring that to life. Um, I collaborated with um, Ivy Hawkins, who's a sister that wrote Dry Bones, which was the play that, you remember that, that highlighted the struggles of returning citizens. So I do have a tendency to like to deal with projects that have some substantive underlying message or meaning to it, not only be entertaining, but edutain some people as well. Um, And I've produce other projects. And so that's what my company originally uh, was set up and designed to do. What we've recently gotten into based on the team that I have, which is a phenomenal team, uh, Joyce Lee Falamona, Bill Belanti, Jewel, um, let's see, Jewel and Debbie Franklin, um, not to mention 
people who I collaborate with, like Randall Lawrence Films or Cradle Rock or Malacom Productions or um, just different phenomenal filmmakers and writers. But what we begin to do as a company is provide promotional videos for nonprofit organizations and small businesses because uh, you know how costly that can be under normal circumstances when people need quality videos done. Uh, we're able to do that at a reasonable cost, particularly for nonprofit organizations and small businesses. Um, this year we just recently moved into doing film, meaning that right now we're kind of concentrating on uh, short film projects, like we have a short film project called My Life, which should show in 2017. Uh, we, of course, collaborate with other filmmakers like Randall Lawrence Films, where we did Kelly. We collaborated with him on his short film, Kelly, and we'll be uh, collaborating on a feature film coming up called uh, Water with a Slice of Lemon and actually also Second Chance Redemption, which is the sequel to the movie Second Chance. Um, I'll be Personally, I'll be working with uh, Mark Dixon later on in, in uh, 2017 on his movie Gangsters. Um, there's a lot coming, but to get back to Black Copper Productions in particular, we provide uh, promotional videos for small business and nonprofit organizations. I actually teach and coach actors, both seasoned actors and aspiring actors. Okay. Uh, we also stick to our original thing of working with playwrights to get their plays performed. And the sweet thing about it, the way I look at it overall, and this is going to be the first time I ever share this with anybody. I'm going to share this on your show right now. All right. I kind of look at it personally like old Hollywood, old uh, black Hollywood, if you will, how there, there was places in which we could provide shows which were done by black writers, black producers, and all of that. Not to say that we're strictly just African-American, but from the standpoint of building, if you have, even or even old Hollywood did it, if you have a means by which to have writers and actors and performers and the people associated with all that to bring about projects, meaningful, entertaining projects, then that's what Black Carpet is production ultimately is all about. By us coaching actors and teaching actors, then that that allows us to develop over time a pool of actors who definitely, after they go through my training, they definitely will have an opportunity to be in three upcoming projects after they complete their training. Because as an actor, the primary thing, as you know, as an actor, is being involved with projects which ultimately create content for you to showcase yourself as an actor. You need things to attribute to your reel, and you need to build a resume. Right. So what we wish to do as a company to attribute to actors who wish to to act and develop and do their skills is we want to do plays, we want to do short films, we want to ultimately do feature films, but and we want to do full, and then we want to do vignettes, vignettes which are shorter performances, but that nonetheless, nonetheless give actors an opportunity to perform and not 
always have to feel as though they that they got to depend on or oh, I got to make so many auditions. From what we can do as a company to provide opportunities for actors, both seasoned and aspiring, that's what Black Carpet Productions was, is all about because it's a reflection of my personal experience and how people provided me opportunities. I've been fortunate enough in the last almost 15 years now, when I think about it, to be in over 30 plays. Ooh. And, you know, some of them were really good plays. Some of them were really learning experiences. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they all attribute they all attribute to who I am and how I am as an actor. Absolutely. I think a long time, I think one of our earlier discussions uh, about why it was at the time I was doing multiple plays simultaneously, remember? Yeah. <laughs> which, which got me the name Theater Warrior was that yeah, I always, so. and I learned in the very beginning of my acting that your best actors came from having a, 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 a bit of a um, stage experience and coming from the theater, which made the transition to film and television much easier for me. That's right. That's right. So you were recently honored by uh, Vital Magazine. Talk about that. Oh, yes. Um, I think, what was that? That was back in July. I was honored to be uh, uh, honored by, uh, I had a certificate of achievement from Vital Magazine for Filmmaker of the Month because um, they was talking about it from the perspective of my knowledge of filmmaking which uh, is relatively new to me, but I had enough experience from being involved with other filmmakers who taught me what they knew. And, of course, you know, I went to FPA to to, to uh, develop my skills even further. I have a lot to learn, but it was, a, it was good to be honored for doing anything associated with the business, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, And I want to thank you again for coming and supporting me in that. Oh, no problem, man. It was my pleasure, man. That, that was a great, a great time was had by all. That was, that was awesome, man. Yeah, I really, I really like your speech too. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I, I know Randall Lawrence was, uh, he was uh, actually honored by Vital Magazine, I think, before then. So yeah, he was honored in June. Yeah. Second Chance was so good. He directed that. So mm-hmm. I, I hear there's a uh, – when can we see the sequel, man? Uh, well, it'll be coming out uh, um, sometime in late 2017, I would venture to say at this point. Uh, okay. You know, Randall's um, at – he just did a showing of Second Chance in D.C. at the Art Theater a uh, week before last, I think it was. Um and that was pretty good. So I think it's time to take a little break now because he's working on some other projects. Uh, he just he's still in the process of filming Kelly, um, which I think he got a few more scenes to that before that's completed. And then I believe before Second Chance Redemption, which is the sequel to Second Chance, I believe he's going to do um, Water with a Slice of Lemon, which if you okay. If, if you are an Ocean's 11 or Ocean's 12 or 13 fan, then it's somewhat that type of movie. Okay, like a heist movie. Yeah, 
or something like that. <laughs> sweet, sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Yes, All right. So, yeah, we're coming near the end here. So mm-hmm. um, throw out your links and everything out there, how people can get in contact with you. And then I want you to wrap up with your personal motto. What would be your personal motto? Okay. First of all, I want to say um, to all the listeners, I greatly appreciate you for coming and taking the time out to visit Inside Acting We Empower show, uh, listening to me, Adib Muhammad, Black Carpet Productions. Um, you can reach me at www.blackcarpetproductions.net. That's blackcarpetproductions.net. You can get me on my Facebook you can get me on my uh, Twitter account, which is at Adivim. Um, like I think I mentioned before, William, my personal model is, my mantra is, for Black Copper Productions in particular, it's where mindset and talent create unlimited possibilities. That's because I believe that Your success is always in direct relationship to how many people you're willing to help or serve in some positive way. And as it relates to yourself and improving your life by making better decisions, which gets you better results, that's a a whole way of thinking. And that mindset is having one where you have a purpose of what it is you do that you're passionate about. You be disciplined in your approach and focus and not easily distracted by anything outside of you getting the result that you desire. And that's why with the proper mindset, and the reason I say mindset and talent, because talent is something that you can actually develop. You know, everybody is not talented off the top. We can all have some skills, but everybody is not talented off the top, so you have to develop that, just like you really have to develop better skills, too. But basically, my mantra for Black Carpet Productions, it's a place where mindset and talent create unlimited possibilities. Excellent, man. That's great. Well, indeed, man, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome back anytime, man. Man, I really appreciate it, man. Your show is absolutely wonderful, and it's a great thing to have your show where people like myself can come and talk about what they're doing. So for that... I want to thank you, my brother. I really appreciate it. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, indeed, man. Have a blessed night. You too, man. I'll be looking for you October the 29th at the Everlasting (laughs) Life Restaurant and Lounge at 2 (laughs) o'clock. Sounds good, man. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot, William. Have a good one. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, right, folks. Let me leave you with this thought to do something spectacular and productive for your career every single day. Good night.